and then just even as I uh, talked about my call to, to preach as well and just the uh, excuses and adequacies, all those things that we can come up with and, and just one of the texts the Lord pointed me to and, and just thankful for it. Again in Second Timothy in chapter number 1 and let's go to the Lord in one more time in prayer. <clears throat> Lord we thank you once again. I do thank you for the, the service tonight. Lord I pray that you would please Continue to help us, Lord. Uh, we need your strength. We can't do any of this on our own. Lord, I pray that you would please uh, be with this message as well. Lord, that, that just your word would be presented and it wouldn't be anything about me or anything I have to say, but just, Lord, that you would speak through us, through, through your word and through me, Lord. I just thank you for the opportunity. Help us each one to take heed to your word and to, to respond to it. Lord, I pray that you would just give us uh, uh, faith and trust, confidence within your work within us, Lord. I just thank you and I pray this in your name. Amen. <clears throat> in August of 1942, there was a young man named Jack Lucas who had, uh, he had forged his mother's signature so that he could join the Marines. In that, in that time period of uh, World War II and um, later, later on when uh, he, was, uh, he was in, <clears throat> later he was just relegated to just driving a truck in Hawaii because the, the uh, superiors had found out uh, about the forgery and, and, and that type of situation. And then later... Um, even even just instead of just being discharged, he uh, he I believe he went to the superior later and uh, wanted just reinforce the his desire to serve his country during that time and uh, and and even he even stowed away uh, the the USS Duel, a transport ship bound for the island of Iwo Jima, and there. Um, there on, on February 14th, 1945, uh, as well, uh, he, they, they landed on the island of Iwo Jima, and, and just to shorten the, the story as well, he, they, were, they were there uh, in, his, in his battalion, and uh, there's a couple gra grenades that came into, the, came into their pit, and, and he grabbed, grabbed one of the grenades and buried it down in the volcanic sand, and, and one... One went off and uh, just threw him into the air, and there's later later they found about 250 pieces of, of scrapnel into his body, and, and miraculously he survived. and And uh, President Truman awarded him the Congressional Medal of Honor, and all this was all this was awarded to the uh, uh, not only a forger but a stowaway. But uh, not only was was he did he forge his mother's signature, and even I believe my own grandpa uh, was was one of those that uh, signed up when he was 17 to go to the Korean War. But but this young man was uh, not only 15 but 14 years old when he when he joined the Marines during that time. And, and I think it's even just in Christianity as well. I think I think many times we miss the. 
uh, that type of mentality of not just doing what we can, but doing what it takes. Doing, doing what it takes and, and just following, following the Lord's leading in Christianity and, and His leading in our lives. And uh, the missionary Hudson Taylor uh, long ago said, God isn't looking for people of great faith, but for individuals ready to follow Him. And, and just, I just love, the, love that type of mentality that, that, even, uh, that we can look at our lives and our situations and, and just... But the reality is that God doesn't need people that, that are super talented individuals, but, but just people that are surrendered, submitted to His will. <clears throat> and Hudson Taylor also said that God's work done in God's way will never lack God's supply. Here in our text, in this situation in 2 Timothy, here we're, we're reminded of this individual, this man, Timothy, and really we, we see the, the kind of this uh, one-way dialogue of, Timothy, of Paul, the, the kind of the, the father figure uh, spiritually in this situation, writing to Timothy, and just in, in Paul's heart in this situation is guiding Timothy to, to trust in the Lord, to trust in God's strength. And just uh, there in, uh, let's see, in, in verse number five, start out and it says, Paul says, When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Here, here's just a... Paul's giving gratitude, thanks to the fact that Timothy's faith was real. Unfeigned faith that just means that which is not fake, that that which is that which which is true and real. Because here is even the situation of Timothy had this wonderful godly heritage here, and gives a gives this example of his his grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice. And I'm thankful for uh, godly moms and godly grandmas and and. Even in my life, just having a having a godly mom, I'm thankful for that. But I, but my relationship with God is not just dependent upon my heritage right. uh, on this earth, but my own personal relationship with God. Right. And Paul's really just giving gratitude and thanks to Timothy that that even that yes, it's a wonderful situation that that Timothy had this godly heritage, but even more so that Timothy himself had a true relationship. With God, and, and even and even just even even those that do have that uh, position of spiritual leadership, whether a dad, a mom, grandma, grandpa, you, you do have a responsibility to to teach and train and to guide. But it, but it must be their own relationship with God. Verse number 6, it says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance, that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. So here's, here's Paul also just given uh, just a situation here where, where Timothy had his, his relationship with the Lord and Timothy walked with God. But, but the fact is that many times as Christians, our walk with the Lord can grow cold. I think of uh, just 
by way of example, because, because I'm, I'm a man, I enjoy fire. Right? You all with me? The, the, here we go. This is a good time to use that. Because I'm a man, I enjoy fire. And, and there's times where, where we go out camping or, or at, our, at our house where we used to live in Stratford. We had a wood stove. I love that. And just being able to put, put the logs in the fire at night. And what, what would happen in the morning? Of course, the, the fire would die down. The fire, uh, the, the fuel of the wood would burn up. Well, what do you do in that situation? You take a stick or you take a poker and you stir up the embers. You stir, stir it up to get oxygen in there. That's really what Paul is telling Timothy here. And, and just that many times in our lives, we can grow cold. We can grow callous to the gospel and, and the spirits working within us. And the reality, the reality is that, that even as Paul is reminding Timothy, hey, God is the one that put the talents within you. God was the source of your talents, so depend upon him for the use of the talents. Right. And that God knows and God specifically gives talents and abilities to each individual and, and in their situation how he chooses. And so, therefore, we really don't have any reason or, or situation to be jealous or, or to, to look upon another person, how God's enabled another person, because God's the one that gave them the talents right. and abilities and, and just trust in the Lord and depend upon Him. Yes. All right. Just last year, we were with a, another missionary family in a conference, and and, and just remember, it was just this wonderful deep truth that this little boy told me. And, and he was talking about his family and their situation. And how he said that um, mom is great at hugs, not so great at wrestling. <laughs> I love it because it, it's true. Mom, mom's talents and abilities are hugging, not so much wrestling. And that's the dad's responsibility. Dads are there to wrestle. Dads are there to roughhouse. And it's just the same situation in our lives as well, that, that if God's given you abilities to sing and God's given you abilities to serve and, and uh, within your church and, and just, just depend upon the Lord and what he's enabled you with, rather than just getting, getting all bent out of shape and grumbling because, well, God hasn't blessed me in that way, well, well just trust the Lord. Your responsibility, my responsibility, is to kindle my relationship with God. Because because it is so, so true that we can just, just as that example of the fire, the, the fire can get died down because of our, the things that we do in life, the things that we have to do in life, and going about going about the things that need to get done and we can forget about our relationship with God and our purpose of being a Christian. I just encourage you today to seek God that he would continue to stir up new life within you. This world doesn't need more dead Christianity. This, This world's got plenty of it. Uh, there's churches all around our region, all around the world, that 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 are no more alive than some old dead stump. Yep, yep you're right. <clears throat> Look at verse number 
says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Let's, let's look at this verse here for a moment. And, and maybe you've heard it as well. I've heard the, the verse talking about different situations. Well, we, well, God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, and so we don't need to fear spiders and snakes and things like that. But I don't really think that that's quite the, the context of the, the verse here. And just the, the reality is that, that, that God has enabled and provided everything that we need for salvation. And, and for salvation and a Christian walk, your, your walk within the Christian life. Just this, this word, uh, oftentimes in the New Testament we, we know of the word phobos, the Greek word in which we would know as phobia. And, and just uh, many times in the, in the New Testament we would see those types of situations. In Luke chapter number 2 when the angels uh, came before the shepherds and said, Fear not, but for I be, behold I bring you good tidings of great joy. Just talking about the fear and trepidation that the shepherds would have there. Also in Matthew fourteen twenty six, and when the disciples were walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out in fear, for fear. The disciples in that situation were fearful of what they didn't understand that was dread and terror. But here in this in this passage here in Second Timothy, it's a different verse, and I believe it's only used just within this one verse here, but it really conveys more of the idea of timidity or hesitation to, to be, and it, it, it's, it's absolutely right within the text here, but we, we have to understand the context, and the, and the context is your relationship with God, and that God hasn't provided any aspect of hesitation with the gospel. Because in, in our hearts and minds, we can look at situations and be hesitant. Because, because we, when, when we drift apart on our relationship with God, we can just look at the circumstances around us and, and look at all the different things uh, and, and maybe a, a, a co-worker, a relative, and just the situations where, where you're hesitant to speak about Christ because you already know in your mind what the response is going to be. Because the reality is that we need the Lord's strength. We need his supplying in our lives. Again, the verse says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, that which is hesitance or being timid with the gospel. Well, there's the, that God hasn't provided that, but what, what has God provided? The verse answers that. Power and of love and of a sound mind. That God has, God has provided Everything that you need to serve him as a Christian today and to be a faithful witness for him. And that the reality is that we must all be a faithful witness for him. That it's not just the the preacher's responsibility, it's not just the the deacon's responsibility, although that's a responsibility on them. But it's the whole church that, that bears the responsibility of the gospel. And even with this situation, uh, we can many many preachers over the years have criticized. Well, well, Timothy, he must have been just super shy and timid and those things. But the reality is that it doesn't matter whether a timid or a bold person. Your own boldness is not the issue. Your the the issue is whether you're relying upon God. Because the reality is that every single one of us are hesitant with the gospel. 
Every single Christian needs God God's needs God's leading and strengthening. Whether preachers, church members, we we must rely upon the Lord that He would continue to supply what we need to speak about Him. Look at verse number 8 with me. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Here's a, the verse 8 is just telling us there that first phrase is very clear. Be not thou therefore ashamed. Therefore, again, is referring back to the previous verse that, that God has supplied us power and of love and of a sound mind therefore you shouldn't be ashamed of the testimony of our lord just even uh by way of example of course we got our our daughter back there we don't just hide her away and and uh she's pretty she's she's a good looking girl we're not ashamed of her you're showing us your pictures of your grandkids and all those things earlier today you're not ashamed of them and and the same thing within the gospel of christ that that god has provided uh, a wonderful salvation if you've received him you have no reason to be ashamed of him Amen. and he's provided you power and of love and of a sound mind therefore don't be ashamed yeah. even as the verse talks about it it goes on and says uh, be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. There again, the verse just is reemphasizing the, the, the aspect of the importance is on the power of God, not on you. And, and so it's so liberating to realize and recognize, hey, it's not about me, it's all about him. He, he's working through you and enabling you so it's not about you so therefore we we must speak about him because the reality is that that we should be bold in proclaiming the gospel because god is our true, true source of courage partaker means one who has or takes a part I want to encourage you, if you're not involved within church ministries, be involved. Be a partaker. Even, even uh, talking about the partaker of the afflictions of the gospel. Afflictions, it doesn't, that doesn't sound encouraging. <laughs> but, but the reality is, sure, there's negatives. But don't get hung up on the negatives. There's so many positives. There, the, the ministry of the Lord is so wonderful. Yeah. It truly is. Harvest time hasn't passed. Serve the Lord. Harvest time is now. And just just the reality is that we we must speak about him because the end is coming near. And don't slack up. Don't don't quit. Keep going. I'm thankful you all have the opportunity to uh, build the new facility, new building, and the... And all those things, that's wonderful, that's great. And even uh, our Ascendant Church, we, we just came through a time period where uh, we had a church fire and, and we, had to, we had to be in a temporary place. But even it was, in, it was 
began to seep within the church during that time of, oh, well, whenever we get back into our regular building and it's all remodeled, then people will come and then we can reach people. But no, the, the, the philosophy of if we build it, they will come really isn't in the Bible, but rather we must speak about him. We must proclaim the name of Christ today. That you can be a light, light of the gospel for Christ today. Verse 9 says, Who hath saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. I just want to reemphasize again that salvation... Grace in Christ is so, so wonderful. And shame on any Christians that that portray that being a Christian is a burden. Verse 9, it just talks about just a holy calling. Again, it's not according to our works. I didn't do anything to save myself. It's only by His grace. I'm sure I'm not the only person around that, that's ever had hesitations and, and uh, questions, doubts. Lord, you can't. How, how could you ever use me? I'm, I'm sure I'm probably not the only person that's ever had those questions. The, rea- the reality is that, that whether you have doubts and questions or you have pride problems, the 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 re- the issue is still the same that we would rely upon the power of god because he's the one that's given you talents and abilities and 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 he's the one that's our enabler to help us to guide us that he's our true source of courage and so when you lack you lack times where where you doubt and maybe you're hesitant maybe you're timid to i don't i don't want to give a track to that person i don't want to truly share the gospel with that person. I want you to be reminded of what the Bible says here. And that it's not that the spirit of fear, that spirit of fear isn't from God. But but God has provided what you need. Therefore don't be ashamed. Because God hasn't given you fear, but rather He's given you courage. He's given you strength. He's given what given you what you need. So I encourage you here tonight just to trust in the Lord. The, the, again, God doesn't need the super talented individuals. God just needs people that are surrendered to him. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I thank you for the day that you've given. Lord, would you please just continue to help us, Lord. We need your strength. We need your guidance. Lord, I thank you for the day. Lord, I I just pray that you would just continue to help each and every one of us, Lord. We want to be a witness for you. Just help help us, teach us how. Lord, I thank you for your grace and your goodness, and I do pray this all in your name. Amen.